Oh, I'm jealous of you. I'm trying to do those like days for Sunday because I'm like working now 13 to like 12, 13 hours a day. So I'm like, okay, Sunday is off limits. Fuck off everyone. <laughs> yeah, of course. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm interested to hear what David has to say about double standards anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. The ticks are going to be like here, then here. I have zero patience as well. I'm like, nope. Um, hard to repeat. It's reboot episode of, uh, from, we transparent from Daily Dick Show to a new name that is a surprise for you guys. So we are going to still do sex, just under the different name for the podcast. This is a second part of our double standard episode, which is also contains a reboot uh, part of our entire podcast show. And I have my lovely friends here, uh, David and Bax, uh, as a couple who will elaborate more with us on double standards. And Dee couldn't be with us because he's stuck with work and, you know, it is what it is. Um, hey, you guys. Oh, thank you. Uh, um, yeah, my name is Bex. Um, I am originally from Los Angeles, but now I live in St. Louis and I work in the arts. I work in theater. Hi, I'm David and I'm a musician, uh, a songwriter and a producer. And uh, I'm from Panama originally, but I live in the States now. Yeah, and uh, but like a year ago or so, um, me and David met in Madrid when I was living there. and. Uh, I went for a couple shows that he did. Uh, he plays saxophone, right? And yeah. the main yeah. instrument. So yeah, it was really cool. And now we in to talk about double standards. Have you guys ever faced, uh, each of you, like any double standards in the world in general? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Definitely. Sure. Um, I think me... Personally, you know, women face a lot of double standards um, in our gender identity every single day from, you know, sexual experiences all the way to the clothes that we wear, um, all the way to men being allowed to be shirtless and women not being allowed to breastfeed in public. So, <laughs> yes, I very much hate it, you know, I because I, I have so many cute like lingerie tops. That would be great as tops, but I cannot wear it because, you know, I'm asking for it or whatever. I mean, that's a whole thing for sure. Um, you know, I feel like women especially are pressured to wear certain clothings and that's like the, the clothing that's advertised on billboards with the supermodels. And then if you actually wear the clothing in real life, like you're a slut. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not the topic of slut shaming. And yeah, that's, that's a big one. And it's very irritating. But what about like how, like, I pre precisely know how it states, like from what I've heard, but like, how is your being from LA? Because LA, I heard like pretty chill place, right? So is it the same as like everywhere else? Or is it more like, because it's very open, no? Yeah, I mean, California is like very chilled and relaxed, but I feel like we face a different kind of pressure in LA because, you know, beauty standards are even held to a higher extreme and everybody wants to be famous or be a celebrity. Right. Um, so there's a lot of competition in LA. Um, 
especially from people that move to LA because they think LA is going to give them all their hopes and dreams. I feel like the people that are from California, I'd like to say we're a lot more chill, but <laughs> I could just be, I could just be biased. But here in Missouri, where we live now, it's like complete, it's like 10 years behind that. Oh. You know, it's, it's a little more bold, like the, the, the difference is on like stereotypes and, and definitely double standards. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, although it's like a really progressive city is trying, I feel like there's a big movement and it's a lot of people, like young people being involved with everything, but still like, you know, LA is such a different vibe. And, you know, I feel like LA already, they're always like the forefront of changes around like in the country pretty much. Right. Well, if you say like, uh, what's that, Missouri State, right? Mm -hmm. So if, imagine if Missouri is like 10 years behind LA or California, Imagine how far away Ukraine is. It's like, <laughs> and, I mean, we're not like half of the country or even more like 70% or 75% are not even okay with LGBTQ things. So yeah, that's another thing. Um, but like, okay, Bax, did you ever like experience double standards in your job? Because you work with art and theater. So like, besides like being this like famous thing cult there to like to pursue that dream or whatever because it's Hollywood and everything have you ever like faced that like double standards at work yeah I've definitely faced it for a couple different reasons there's definitely the aspect about being a woman that no matter what job you're in um there's a power dynamic at play unfortunately um so that's you know a given so I mean the the other aspect of you know, being in a position of power is being a young person. Um, age is definitely affects, I feel like, the respect that I get. Um, there are a lot of people that I feel like talk down at me because they think that I don't have enough experience um, right. when I was extremely qualified to get the position that I was given. Right. Bex, how old are you, though? I'm 27. See, in Ukraine, when you're 27, you're pretty much done. You have to have family, kids, you know, uh, career and everything, you know, because soon you're going to die because, you know, 27 is nearly 30. Uh, I know. I mean, that's, that's true here, too. I mean, especially in the Midwest where we are, true. the pressure to get married and have a family and children is, is really high. But is it like works for both uh, genders or just for women? Uh, I think both, to be honest, like, um, I do feel like sometimes people tend to do comments on girls that have not had like a family after 30, like it's a little more like prominent, like, oh, you know, like, what are you waiting for or whatever, like, you can, I feel like from a Latin family it kind of comes like that a little bit, like the guys, right. all, I don't know, I feel like it's almost similar, but I feel like always like the girl gets a little more of like, of a little more focus on that, you know? Uh, we were talking in the previous episode with uh, Dee that it's like mostly like it, that I face like, oh, why don't you have kids? Because the clock is ticking. And I was like, have you seen the clock? <laughs> like, do you have the one that I don't have? Do you have my <laughs> clock? You know, I was like, I'm confused. How do you know when it's time for me? Because it's very sad because people get, um, you know, in a relationship and getting married and then having kids early and then getting divorced. And those kids are like, you know, in between 
or not having daddy or mommy, you know, in both ways. And the kids are growing up like kind of fucked up, you know, because they didn't have the proper life and love from both parents. Take this one. <laughs> okay, right? yeah, do tell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like it is true because I feel like I I do feel like in your 20s you figure out like a lot about life and like you know you just figure out a lot of things like who you are because you grow up like all year when you're younger you grow up and people tell you what to do people tell you like oh these are the tools you can use and all that but like when you're 20 you become a little explorer and then you are like oh shit I like that oh man and then like I'm not saying everybody is like that but for me I feel like it was like that like you know I, I don't think I will I feel like whenever you're the more seasoned or more prepared to be in a relationship the better or the more lasting it will be you know right. and like also, the better like, inside of the relationship you know yeah yeah and it's also just not statistically true anymore like we live in a world where people live longer you're fertile longer like we're not dying at the age of 40 that's why having a child at 18 makes sense uh, <laughs> right women can carry children way longer than they were ever able to before because we have better doctors and health in general yeah. so those are just so outdated um ways of thinking you know and it's very sad because it's still out there you know like look around you like you're using your phone like you can connect with everyone on your phone like worldwide yet you think like having not having kid for someone by the some certain age that you made up in your mind is like for like out of the uh, like oh my god how how you know but then it just it's totally like ridiculous um speaking of ridiculous have you ever like heard of the most ridiculous dumbbell standards i mean they're all stupid and like as beck said like outdated like it's been like century at least you know or like even 50 years, that's not going that far. But like the ridiculous one that not only, that doesn't make even sense on a history level. Have you ever faced those? Hmm, that's tough. I don't know. I'm not I, I think there's a few that I can think of. Like one of the ones that like makes me so angry <laughs> is Fine. that men are supposed to be emotionless. Um, like very very like strong and and you know are not allowed to feel anything or to hurt you know um yeah I I don't get that one (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous because we were actually with D talking on the previous episode about it because men do cry and the more they express their emotion freely the less anger they have inside of them that a lot of men you know, sometimes or pretty much often put out on other people around them, women, other guys, kids, you know, family, which is not healthy for everyone around. So that's mm-hmm. really actually a good point. Like besides being like double standard from back in the day, it never made any sense. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Sure. Men should cry, we should hug and everyone. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying they only fit one kind of guy, like, you know, like a lot of guys don't feel identified with being like that or, you know, some people like to be more emotional or whatever. So definitely yeah. it creates a lot of problem in like, um, you know, if you don't fit that, like if you're totally opposite, if you're a person that you never see yourself on an athlete or anything, you know, you grow up always just thinking that you're not man enough, you know, so yes. 
That's fucked Yeah, yeah it's and like not having kids and not make you woman enough or being like, you know, bisexual or lesbian or not want to have a children makes you like some, you know, broken. Yeah. But the thing about this double standard, which I find interesting, is it makes a man more feminine to feel emotions because being feminine is the insult, right? Yeah. So like why are you that- why are you like what's the, the term like pussy? Why are you being a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, men don't cry because it makes you look like a little bitch or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if we can curse. I just realized. I yeah. Yes, so. please. Let's yes, please. Okay. Curse, dick, vagina, everything you want. <laughs> we're changing. We like in works of changing the name. We're not changing. You know the the the, the, the purpose. The the purpose of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I truly agree. And also, like, recently I've studied, uh, I've started to study, like, uh, some introduction to psychology, and I'm moving into psych- uh, psychology and sexology courses. Uh, and it is a problem, you know, psychologically, we're so, like, tense inside of us that makes zero sense for, like, anyone around, even if that person says, oh, like, where are you pussy? Like, why would you even care? You know, and I mentioned in the previous podcast with D on this topic that there's like a good meme with like two planets, the identical planets, and there's like Earth before and after your opinion. And that's really good one because <laughs> like no one fucking care. I mean, you, you're free to express your opinion, right? Because it's all about free of speech, la la la. But then I find it weird with like you were not asked about it, you know? So I'm like, yeah. mm. It's just like if you express it like in a conversation, it's fine. It's fine, and it's one thing. Another thing when you express yourself towards some person that you can harm. Yeah. Okay. So we have ridiculous that may cannot cry. Do we have another one? Or like being emotionless. Um, I have another one. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Go that. ahead. Go ahead. Bring all um, of them. The fact that tampons and pads and birth control for women are so expensive and hard to get but you can get viagra anywhere you fucking want to well good thing i don't know that yet <laughs> yes thing. yes well hope you'll never know you know right <laughs> you know free but like actually that's a good point but you guys in states do you have like free birth control thing it's we do but it's not as easy to come by as you think okay because we don't have at all yeah that's crazy so yeah i mean i think what was that i think sweden was the first one to have like free pads and tampons for women oh i don't know but that makes yes. sense yes yeah, so, some of those countries because yeah it is expensive and um if you use like uh vegan ones you know that doesn't contain any plastic it's even more expensive and that's so weird um yeah but again and the same with like contraception as well like because women are like you know people guys especially like, oh you aren't you on the birth control like no because first of all it's fuck fucks up your body a lot I've been through that. I had a block clot in my leg as a side effect of birth control. And I couldn't walk for a month or so. And now like my entire body could be fucked up. And that like cuts off a lot of things for me to do. And then, you know, when guys like, oh, condoms are not, you know, 
comfortable. I'm just like, it's not comfortable either way, to be honest. But then, you know, why we should fuck up our bodies? We already go through enough, you know? So yeah, that is, but it's again, it's uh, a long standard, which is, yeah. Hmm. Well, like remember back in a time, well, like, remember like I, we were there, but like back in the day, women were staying at home during period because they obviously couldn't leave. And then when they were pregnant, after a certain amount of time, when you show the belly, you cannot go outside because it was like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh my God, people cannot look at you. What was that about? Like, <laughs> like, like she's some monster or something. That was so weird. I think I, it was like in some movie or something. I was like, eh? Wow, uh, that's crazy. What's that? Like, that is crazy. Oh, yeah. David, do you have any double standards that are ridiculous, in your opinion? Well, besides all of them being ridiculous. Breastfeeding in public, you, that's one thing. Like, in, in the States, I mean, there's certain beaches that are, like, for, like, you know, topless and stuff like that. But, like, like in Europe, yeah. everybody, like, yeah, and, you know, I felt like when I the when I the first time I went to tour in Europe and you know I'll go to the to the beach and all that and, and people will be just like relaxed and I'll be like that's lovely because then it should be like that like if people just want to do that then people should just do it and like I feel it took a matter of and sometimes this is this is really kind of sad when they will hear speak English like then they will cover up like pretty much they'll be like oh these guys are not mature enough like it was so weird you know but. I felt like, you know, in, in Europe, that was super good that everybody would just um, up about it. Like nobody cared and everybody was a little more free about it. And that, you know, here in the States, it's a little more like, oh my God, a nipple. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, what's the difference? You know, really. But that for me is funny. Like that we like, oh, oh that's a guy nipple. Oh, that's a girl nipple. Oh, uh-uh, block it. You know, it's like, like, I find oh, it it's even more funny than in states the strip club culture and webcam culture is enormous it's not big it's not huge it's enormous yeah. yet yeah it's just like i want to go to the strip club i mentioned it before but i don't want my um daughter my girlfriend my wife my mother be a stripper so why do you even go there then like then you know eliminate it but yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And uh, so the funniest thing is that um, I get the beach because obviously if you're on the beach, there's water near it, like ocean, sea, lake, doesn't matter. I don't know if you guys ever, you or the listeners ever did swim in the water without bathing suits or shorts. It is fucking amazing. The boobies (laughs) are free. You know, they're floating like freely in the water and it's so beautiful and it's so relaxing and it's natural as well. So as breastfeeding, but then, you know, when we see like outside, like a little bit booby, just like, <gasps> or like, oh boobs. And you were like creeping on it. We all yeah. have it. I mean, bigger, smaller, nicer, like not nicer, whatever. But you act like you've seen it the first time. Yeah, you go home and you went to like, I don't know, tons of porn and you pay for tons of porn. Why is that? Yeah. I mean, that is ridiculous. Do you guys think like um, those double standards, like which particular influence us to believe like that is normal? You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. they're already like so stuck in our head that it's 
you know, kind of a, a part of routine of life? What are like, I don't know, like a couple of those, one, two, three, whatever. Yeah. Like besides being a man and a woman, you know, like double standard, I don't know, like, especially now with like COVID and everything, like besides being man and woman in the society, do you have those like double standards that like influence us, you know, like mm-hmm. on a daily basis, whatever, like drinking in the morning is bad. That's, <laughs> a, I don't like oh, that one. Uh, you know. Like what, it makes you an alcoholic. I mean, there's church at 8 a.m. and they drink wine. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and Jesus would turn into the water into wine. That's my guy. He's my hero, God. personal hero. Yeah, he would be like, "Hey, we we gotta do a, a beer run." He'll be like, <laughs> "Like, bro, we just we just have the munchies." He'll be like, <laughs> "Just guys, you know, you know, I'm good. Just chill." And he's like, "Yeah." Oh, Be <laughs> yeah i think you face double standards in like your being a musician and like kind of like the pressure of being a musician in the sense that like you're required to like party or behave or like interact with people in a certain way and you know i think you can talk about this yourself but as someone that's like changed their lifestyle a lot i feel like there's still always a pressure to like you know, be the party boy or the fuck boy or like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Cause like, I have like sex experts. So it's just like, oh, you just like to take dick. It doesn't mean that like, there's a two different things. The same, like I decided to take uh, the step into sexology precisely. Right. And then it doesn't mean anything. That's a study. That's a part of like me, but it like, I do love dick, but it doesn't mean you're going to text me on IG and I'm just going to hop on it. Like, no. And I think that's like, you know, what it fucks up the entire mind, especially women like posting like, you know, like cute pictures. It's self-love. It's like, yeah, I like to show off and it's fine. So yeah, I I think that is also like uh, an issue, but like do elaborate on like party boy thing. Cause like, you're not like a rapper. You're not on like, you know, like super rock band. You're on the saxophone. So it's like a different type of music. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, it's honestly, it's just because of, like, my personality. I don't know, like, who I collab with, like, who I work with usually. Like, I always end up, like, meeting a lot of people and making a lot of good connections. And I always ended up in the, in the, in the good spots. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like everything is given to you so easy to, like, go down and in, in, in the party animal mm. mode. But we've partied together. It wasn't a party party. We went to see flamenco show with like a band and I oh. was there and yeah, it was just like uh, chilling, you know, at some place. it wasn't like a party rave party, you know, but it was just like a pleasant time where you just like enjoy like culture, you know, we were in Spain and yeah. So it, it doesn't make you particularly a party boy, like which is fucked up, you know? But I also think it's a pressure of being an artist in States maybe, no? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is that. Like I don't know, man. I it, it's it's kind of like it's been such a long time since I party really because of COVID. Well, but, we all we know, all in there. But it's like I don't know. I love I love people. I love being around people. So I think that's that's like my good and bad thing that I can never stop. And I'm always full of energy and I can run in little sleep. Mm. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of like 
I feel like everything is just, you're expected always to be like going and going and going and going and going and not like taking a break and stuff, which is like what I've liked from, from this COVID stuff. Cause like I've, I've been able to get a lot of things accomplished and like, yeah, like I've loved it. Honestly, you know, it's cool to, after all these years on like party, like no party, uh, like touring and doing all these crazy things. It feels good to just like take a break and just like one year of like not doing that and like, you know, and then you could actually be like, do you want to get back up, back out there and, and do it again? And I'm like, hell yeah. But like, now I'm going to, you know, it's a different approach. Now I'm going to be a little more grateful and stuff. But like, I feel like if I don't want to do something, I don't want to hang out or I don't want to go out or, or party crazy. I'll just be like, I, I'm going, you know, I'm living. Like, you know, my mentality had changed. Being, being away from it, it's definitely helped a lot. You know? yeah for sure it's like therapy you know like you're not like using it every day you're not traveling la 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 so yeah that's that's for sure um i feel it because entire life i thought i was uh extrovert you know it's like i love people i love going parties i need to put myself wine as well and uh <laughs> bottoms up bags come on okay bottoms up finish it finish it you know like mortal Kombat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, I've, entire life, I thought I was extrovert and then the first lockdown happened and I was in Madrid by myself. And for four months, I didn't leave house besides like going in the middle of the night throughout trash because I didn't even have mask to put on. I was like, oh, actually I'm introvert. I'm so comfortable in this stage, you know? And I was like, hmm, but then I realized, okay, probably I'm extrovert would need it and then introvert most of the time because now we're in lockdown and I feel like I'm already in like my my body and my mind are growing in the stage of quarantine I'm like studying working I'm doing so many things that I don't even have time like barely like to sleep and exercise I mean that's that's also interesting yeah. discovery and that's like part of like self-love that we had a few episodes back that uh People like need to, like a lot of people during quarantine face themselves in this like close uh, space. But what about you, Bags? Like, wh what are like those double standards within like being, besides being a woman that a lot of pressure is on? Like, what do you face? Uh, like you said, like work wise, right? Influences your age. But like, what, what other stuff is there? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you just touched upon a really good one that I hadn't thought about before, which is like the double standard of you're not working hard enough unless you're killing yourself, essentially. Um, yeah. You know, like I was definitely a worker before quarantine who was the first one at work, the last one to leave, you know, yeah, working seven days a week, like really grinding because I thought that's what I needed to do. And like, you know, my health, came second to my job yeah. um and COVID has definitely taught me that I can do both and like take a lot of care of myself yeah. and, and that still means that I'm a competent worker but I do think that like sometimes people feel like if you're not doing enough you're not doing anything at all and I think that that's a really harmful practice yeah I totally feel you because that's who I am I always think it's not enough so I had like a 13 hour day and then I'm like, I barely did anything. I didn't accomplish everything I wanted and it sucks. But then on the other hand, 
of like of those, let's say like 12 hours, I work like eight, but then other four or five hours I dedicate to studies, you know, like something that brings me joy, especially there's like, for me, this quarantine, like previous and this one is good because there's no distractions of like friends going out, you know, partying, staying up way too late on like work week, you know, then have like broken day, whatever. So just like I accomplish like more because I'm like more focused into that point. But yeah, it is exhausting, but it depends like how you put it. Definitely. But yes, it, it, it made me realize that, you know, at this point, I really want to focus on myself because I always t- make time for food, for relaxing time before bed, for sleep and exercise. You know, that is a must. Like, as I said in the beginning, like I tried to do Sunday, literally doing nothing because like six days of the week, I'm like out there hustling. And at some point, it's a good thing. But then if you've been doing the entire life and you feel like you need a break during quarantine, that's your fucking chance and you go into it. Yeah, I, I liked it because like, I this is like off topic, but like for me, man, I, I feel like as a musician, you never have time off. Like, because yeah. time off, like, you know, you don't you don't play. So, and I, and I tour with many bands. So like, you know, I, I, I usually have like on deck at least like six bands that call me and then I'll, I'll fly in from one band one day and then the next day I'm flying with another one, I'm playing with another one. You know, on the flight to that band, I'm learning the set of another band by memory. So it's like a lot of info and I love it, but it's like, it takes a toll on you for sure. So like, and also, you know, sometimes it's, it's been hard also to like say no to things, you know, but now I'm a little yes. more about like, hey, no, I'm not going to do it's that. It's like an opportunity, right? And you just like, yeah, you want to like catch every opportunity that you have and it's exhausting. Yes. That's a good one too. Cause not like, that's a double standard, I think too. Cause not every opportunity is a worthwhile opportunity. Yeah. And like, that's something that I feel like takes a lot of experience. And like, I feel like we're starting to learn that for ourselves that for like, sure. just because someone's offering us an opportunity doesn't mean it's the right thing to take at that time yeah yeah and that's really actually good when you have a chance and like you know a materialistic way of like waging thing like okay do I really want to do it or I can like say no to that because like when we're talking about those kind of things we're mostly talking about money right opportunity and money so or like your time which is also money you rather like do another gig uh, as a musician or like I don't know take another job better job uh, or like another gig in theater or you know some part-time things uh, I think that's very important also to know like your value as well of okay. your time yeah that's really good one yeah we're like going like in between like double standards and like to more philosophical topics I love it now it's going to be like, you know, interesting questions about relationship. Uh, this is why we're precisely uh, with D, we're looking for a couple. And again, I'm very thankful for you guys to like, you know, on sh- such short notice, like to answer us. And I love you as a couple because uh, like, you know, I see your stories and I was like, mm, every single time, that's so cute. I can know. But well, yeah, um, relationship double standards. For you guys as a couple, were there any like double standards that um, you think can effectively ruin your relationship or you face some of those that were like either close or you just say, hey, this ruined our relationship. Let's not do this. And like, eh. Yeah, I, like I was going to say that 
that like just like we were in, in the professional world we were experiencing a little more of like self-love about like what what's an opportunity like you know do we like how much sacrifice an opportunity is going to take from you you know so like i feel when we take all that to like a relationship you also like be like okay this is what i want that's not a red flag that's actually a, like people like something we ignore so many red flags at the beginning of a relationship right uh, that like just because you really want it and then you see yourself caught up in your relationship you don't want and dealing with double standards that are part of the core of your partner that you cannot erase you know mm -hmm. because that's who they are you know but like i feel with us we're really good because like we keep things really balanced like you know we both like i don't know like we don't we i don't feel like if there, there's any one time that we have like double standards you know we call each other out and like we talk about it i feel like we're both open to growth mm -hmm. and like you know it's it's i mean it's not nobody gets shamed here for like being wrong you know right you know you that's get shamed really if you're point, like yeah. not open to learn that's really good you know thing. i feel like you should be shamed talk it out yeah like you face it okay i have this one let's talk it out I think that's very nice and mature that like a lot of people in their 20s don't have, you know, like especially like 20, 25, where, you know, you have to find someone and marry, la la la, which is not a double standard. I think it's really cute. What I've been introduced lately, it is very interesting conception that got me thinking so deep though. I was like, you know, I spent like a couple of days just thinking about it, is that uh, we as couples now, like, despite the fact that all oh, like dating apps and like, you know, hookups, a culture being very popularized. What I face is that um, we're like such a loners and I've been one of those loners, right? I was like, okay, I want either like a Disney fucking story, like decent man, you know, decent relationship, or I don't want it at all. Like, you know, take or go. And it was like hundred or zero, like minus hundred. So it was like, you know, two extreme points. And then um, Robin introduced like when you actually decide and step into a relationship and we've been seeing so many like video, like music videos, movies about like everything going so peaceful within like three, four months. And then some point, you know, you start fighting, you start doing la 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 and you break up and you're like heartbroken where this like beginning period, you know, honeymoon period is where you just like, it's all about sex, kisses, which is very pleasant things, but you barely talk on like actual things that would, as I will quote uh, a very close person to me, um, foundation of the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I've introduced the, uh, the model where you have the honeymoon parallel with the building a foundation, if you're like both yeah. on the same page so I think that's also very important when you're on the same page and you like not just like all sex and like, uh, you know, honeymoon period, kisses, I don't know, flowers, whatever, candles, rope pellets, whatever it is. But then uh, mm -hmm. also like talking and building, like getting to know each other as people in different situations and perspective, which can help ruin those like double standards in relationship between two different personalities when they come along like in a relationship. Does it make sense? And I think it's really interesting a yeah. conception that you're like within those three months, you already have your honeymoon period and you already know what person it is that eliminates all the like future like fights over nothing, basically. 
And it's really interesting that conception, I think, can actually save a lot of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like at least like, or not even save relationship, but like at least see where the relationship is going. Are you like on the same lane or like it's just very mutual honeymoon sex stage and you're just like, ooh. I mean, I think that one of the things that I did in this relationship that I've never done before is tell him what my deal breakers were at the beginning. Like what? Um, I, so there were a few things. I was like, if we're like boyfriend and girlfriend, you have to tell your family about me immediately. Like, I'm not a secret. You tell your friends that you have a girlfriend, like right. you post me on your Instagram, like, <laughs> I, I am not a secret, like you need to be very like proud that you're with me. Like that feels very important to me that you show me off as your partner. Right. Um, you know, I think like, also we talked a lot about teamwork, which to me, this could definitely fall in a double standard. Like I don't do all the cooking and the cleaning. Like we do all of this shit together. Um, so like yeah. we pull the same amount of weight in the household because if I feel like I'm catering to you, like I'm gonna resent you and that's gonna be a bad thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like we were able to kind of put it on the table. And I was like, if you don't do these things, like I think I'm gonna be unhappy, you know? Yeah. So, well, this is like basically you're and, in this and, double standard. You've been out front as a human being and a woman right away. Okay, so like this is this is this, you know? Cause like when you enter like this like honeymoon stage relationship stage, you know, a guy's like, oh, suck my dick. And they expect it. But then, you know, when you bring, hey, I'm not cooking by myself. And they're just like, that's odd. That's interesting. What do you mean? <laughs> you know? So I think it's very important, like a bossy feeling as well, because there are two people in a relation, two personalities. And when you land it on the table, it's like, hey, I like this, this, this. I don't like this, this, this. I will never tolerate this, this, and this. So like, I went on the same page and that's it. Either yes or no. Because no one, I, I feel like no one should actually compromise on things. You can just talk through it and like come to a conclusion and a decision, but like compromising is not really a something, a wow, because someone has to give up something of their own. Like, yeah, you know, unless it's like being dirty, then mm -hmm. you, you should give it up. <laughs> That's my like compulsive cleaning disorder talking like little Monica inside of me, just like clean everything after yourself. But I mean, right. it's common sense, you know, because I hate cockroaches and China taught me well that cockroaches appear from everywhere. So that's another topic. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, are there any like double standards that actually help build a relationship? Do you think there those exist? Um, I think they exist. I don't know if they're double standards or they're more like stereotypes, but like I definitely use some stereotypes to my advantage where I'm like, David, I need you to fix this thing, <laughs> you know? Um, right. So I feel like we have- Well, smaller, it is part of the double like, standard where, you know, like a woman cannot fix, I don't know, a, a, a change of law or whatever, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like I could do it, but like- you Well, why would I do, do it if I have a man right here? <laughs> I feel you, I do the same. Yeah, or like the double standard where like I expect David to protect me, like in a situation, you know, like I expect him to be able to like protect me from. Like there's a cockroach there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a cockroach. 
Honey, take off your slipper, not mine, and kill the. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. There's a cover to all equal. I'm Ronnie. <laughs> we had a cockroach situation, not here. Oh, shit. We, I have this house in an area of California, and it gets like if you're not there for a long time, the cockroaches come in. So, like, when we, we got to the house after it had been like six months of no one being in the house, and it was bad. Ooh. It was really well, they all died, they're all dead. Oh, but, but like, there was like that body, like murder scene stuff. Yeah, it was just dead bodies. <laughs> when, when guys like, when you speak, like, the culture is like, guys always have to pay and like ask out and all that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I feel nowadays there's a little more evenness, which I like, you know? Right. Because then it's not expected. I, which I, I like it. You know, it's, it's cool to take care of it. Yeah. Like, but like, now it's, there's not an expectation. It's not like, you know, it's a little more, I, I like it. You know, I grew up in the, in the one side and then little mm -hmm. by little, I've seen the change, you know, I've seen the change in it. So see, I didn't let David pay for anything our first few dates because I feel like this is going back to gender, but I get nervous that guys think I owe them something if they yes. take, if they pay for something of mine. So that was like, something I wouldn't let happen anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because I just don't want anyone to think I owe them anything. Yeah. Because like yeah, this, they... like who pays? Like, oh, you have to give me something because I pay. But like you pay for food and I'm not getting <laughs> paid for like, you know, going on dates. So because like this makeup costs like more than dinner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the lingerie and the, 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 the fact that I shaved my legs just in case. You know, it took time. It took my energy. I didn't cut myself. That's a lot of work. Okay. So, you know, the jewelry, you know, like gold and stuff, it, it costs money. So um, what I think that I mentioned like many, many times before uh, that for me, the, the person who, <laughs> okay. You good? Bless you. I sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> Look at her. Gotta let her breath, bless her. So it's fine. Uh, what I faced, uh, what I like, what, what for my standard, like, I don't like guy paying for, I will always offer to pay, even though it's my less money. That's my pride. And like, I can pay for myself. I don't need you to pay for my la 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 dinner, food, whatever. And on, on the other hand, if you don't, if you want to split the check on the first date, for me, that means you're not interested enough. I'm, I'm not talking about mm. dinner or like, not like, sorry, not dinner. I'm not talking about like drinks, you know, when going out, la, la, la. I'm talking about like a proper first date kind of thing where like, yeah, if you don't pay, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm fine with like sharing. It's fine. But like in terms of like what kind of date it is. But then again, for me, it's more of like intentions, you know, because again, I put an effort. I made a time. I'm a very busy person. And if I'm going out with you on a date, you know, I mean it. And I always will offer to pay. But if you agree to that, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe because I've been on too many bad days that I had to pay for, you know, and I didn't really like it. Maybe that's the case. Like, it depends definitely, like, the mood of the day. Like, I feel like it depends for sure. But, no, like, one time, depends, <laughs> but like, we went out and we just spent, like, like almost 200 bucks in shots. 
I mean, shots is beautiful. And I would spend 100 for that out of 200 for sure. I mean, that's shots. That's what I'm talking like drinks and going out right. is like a little bit different, you know, than just like a proper date with a dinner, you know, with talks, la, la, la. Because that's the thing. I would gladly ask you out. I would gladly, because again, as Beck said, like, oh, I don't cook by myself. I don't like serve you. But then again, if like we like going into that and I see you're like, it's a pleasure for me to give you presents, you know, to cook food for you, to like make like this little cute dates. Even if we're in quarantine, you know, we can have picnic in my room or in my apartment or in your apartment, doesn't matter. You know, so it's just like, it's little cute things. It's a thoughtfulness that counts more. So it doesn't mean like, oh, I want you to pay for everything. No, hell no. Especially if I'm working like in, in a relationship and he's working, la la la. But yeah. There is double standard. That is a double standard that I take, but on the first date, that's, that's the limit. I don't expect you to pay for every single date, every single thing I want for my rent. Hell nah. But the first date for me is a must. Hmm. But at least you know that, and you can say that, you know, like, I think, as we said, being able to vocalize what you want and what you need is the most important, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't vo vocal. I, I'm not being vocal about it because obviously then dude would like, yeah, I'll pay, whatever, you know? So for me, it's just like, I'll, I'll just watch. But I think it, it's coming from like me having- like a test. I would think about it because it sounds like a test to me. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 kind of test. Yeah, I would say. Do you think there are any double standards within a friendship? Ooh. Hmm. I have really good. Uh, That's a reboot app. I, <laughs> I think um, sometimes we're like in friendships, like, uh, like, you know, you could have like that friend that always calls you for, for advice or like calls you when they're in trouble, but whenever you reach out, they're not there for you, you know, or like they only, yeah, or like they only use you for that part of your friendship, you know. That's really That's good. Or like they're using, they're basic users of your um, good personality and they're not giving back. I think that's the most important thing for me in a friendship where people, I'm giving a lot and I expect you to at least like level up and give me, you know, something in, in, back with like purpose of like extension. I, I understand that every person is different and gives different things out but then you know at least if we like long-term friendship yeah I expect you to be there for me 24 7 to be honest if like I'm not yeah. saying I'm gonna need the help 24 7 but yeah. if I need you have to be there you know yeah and I think they're like double standards this is like not this is about friendship but also about relationships like when people when couples talk about like if you're allowed to have girlfriends or guy friends mm -hmm. you know separately you know yeah um, one of my other like deal breakers for David was that like you know I I wanted to be able to meet all his friends especially like I don't care that he has girlfriends like I I I welcome that and like think he should have girlfriends I think that's really healthy for men to have girlfriends yeah. but like just do me the respect of like introducing me one point and then I'll feel more comfortable if you hang out with them without me, you know? So like, just so like 
I'm aware of who these people are. We have like some sort of like conversation and then like, I won't feel like scared that you're like going to hang out with your girlfriend. (laughs) And I'm not really like a jealous. No, but that makes sense. Because you know, other women, friends or like, you know, because there is a myth that every, um, you know, male, female or female male relationship friendship wise are like oh someone is into someone you know la 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 and it puts a mental pressure on the partner in a relationship so I think it's very important to like distinguish like you know hey that's my girlfriend I love her but like we're good you know like I like the talk the the way we talk like you know la 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 how we communicate and it's nothing bad and I do have a lot of like couple friends where I am great with both like male or females but it doesn't mean like someone wants to fuck me or vice versa (laughs) and I did have a couple uh I still have like a few um male besties and you know we are at that point and never moved either way Mm, I do think it's important as you said like to you know make a, a total establishment of your relationship when you're in a relationship with someone else that is totally a thumbs up because mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like the the same vibe never goes away of the same mindset of, of envisioning your girlfriend or your boyfriend to hang out with your group of friends and being like chill you know yeah you know you it's it's like i don't know like i feel like me and her like can share we share a lot of friends now and like we we don't like we get along with each other's friends really well like we don't have to be like oh we got to hang out with you know it's like hey I mean, yeah where's that so everything anymore. so you know i feel like uh, yeah true <laughs> yeah i mean you just i feel like that like i feel like that for me now it would be a deal breaker if i you know like i feel like i i, I like i experience it now to have like a comfortable person that like we share, like, we can have friends, but, you know, we have our friends, but if I jump in that circle, it won't be weird. Nobody will be like, you yeah. know, I'll be able to have my own conversations with them, you know, or as well. So, yeah. And the, the, the friends or like girlfriends, especially won't treat like, oh, that's her man, you know, that's very important to like, actually like come to the topic as a, okay, that's a human being, they're together and it's fine. Um, Bex, have you ever had like a male friend who would like at some point, not like shaming you but it was like under the cover saying like oh but like I get it it's fine because you're my friend have you ever had that or David have you ever had this kind of thing I think guys pressure more women than vice versa yeah like I used I have a really good friend that we like um used to tell me you know like if I had told him that I slept with someone let's say you know he would be like well you really don't respect yourself you know like you clearly like are not gonna that's not gonna be the person you're in relationship with no guy wants to be with a girl that he just slept with like you know you know I know Um, what you're talking about yeah so like I feel like a lot of guys give girls that advice like no guy wants to be with the girl that they just slept with which is clearly a double standard when it's not the case right 
it's like the same and thing. I think I have a relationship with yeah. Matt on dating app but like he actually can because we talked about it like on dating app episode with D that you meet as a tool on dating app but then it goes beyond and like you cannot stay in a relationship if like people do not connect they connect through app as a tool but then what comes after the like same honeymoon period is completely different i you know i, I don't shame anybody to do what like to have fun the way they think is is um how they thought it was fun at the moment you know i i feel like sometimes guys with with their girlfriends are like oh you used to do that you know with their guy friends they're like oh yeah sleep around and like it comes like man, everybody has needs. And somebody, I, I, I feel like your point as a friend should be like, you should check on that you're not sleeping around. Like, are you sleeping around to hide some kind of emptiness or something? Like, yeah, that would be my only fair. thing to ask. Like, that is a okay? you having friend, yeah. Like, are you having sex because you want to have sex? Or are you having sex because you are insecure or you need some sort of validation or like, what's yeah. actually happening and if it is just sex and that's perfectly fine and you do you yeah <laughs> okay double standards in sex this is reboot episode and i will just give you guys to you know think about it because i know already me and Bax are thinking about the same fucking things <laughs> <laughs> on double standards in sex but let's hear uh, david first go ahead wow. are, there, are there any double standards in sex because there are and what are you aware of? And maybe you had some. It's fine that you had some. We all had like influenced by double standards, but like elaborated. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm aware of some. I feel like I'm a, I'm a super like level human when it comes to like um, sex standards, you know? Like, you know, like I'm really level on that. Like, I don't feel like I ever, because I'm always aware of like, I'm really insightful on like what's the other like what's people around me feeling. So that carries through everything I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I know like you know sometimes like guys do, do I feel like that the, the common things are for guys to expect more from the women. Like you know and like guys will always be like oh I hope she's good at that blah 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 blah. But like at what know, is, at, at what at at what. Ah, like, you know, like, say oh, she's got to give me... Say oh, the words. Or... I'm restricting from kids. You can say the yeah. words. <laughs> like, all these guys sometimes have such, like, high standards for, like, girls. Like, oh, she better be good at, you know, giving head or, like, any, anything. Like, oh, or or sexual preference or whatever. But, like, some of these motherfuckers, some of, because I hear a lot of girls complaining, like, and the usual thing is, like, guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, they have such a high standards, but what, they don't take the time to know what the fuck to do. Let, let's, just, to, let's just face like, it. Most of the guys don't know where the clit is. Hey, it's, yeah. It's just out there. You know? I mean, true. It's just like, it takes a lot of, you got to learn. You got to, you just, no, nobody knows, like, wakes up and know how to do that. You also have to know, I like that actually, actually shows how much you care about people. You know, I feel like yes, it's a give and take stuff. I mean, it translating whatever you do, like in whatever activity, you know, whoever goes on and whatever. It's like you gotta be able to, if you ask for some something, you gotta be able to also give it back, you know? Right. Equivalent. You know, I don't know. Like, that, you, that's actually that makes perfect sense. Like, you know. 
Also, I mean, (laughs) David is a very, very good looking guy. Like we know that he had his fair share around amount of times around the block, like, which is definitely like more praised for him than it would have been for me. Um, Which is also double standard right there. Yeah, I mean, when we were like able to finally like take walks outside of the apartment, everywhere we went, it was like, hey, David, hey, David, hey, David, girls on the street, like, and I was like, oh, I would this this is this is the deal. (laughs) You know, I feel like also that's one great thing, you know, when we started dating, I didn't like it's like. I didn't, I didn't like tell her like, Hey, I'm this and this. And I, I told her pretty much what I lacked of. Like I, I never, I always flex and flex. I'm like, Oh, I do this. I tour about a uh, musician, but look at me. But we, when we hang out, we work friends first, you know? And then I was like, yeah. And she will hear everything. And like from everything, you know, all the things that you, all the wrong things you could tell, you could tell somebody to impress them, like total opposite of impress, you know? more like run away but like then it was everything was so laid out that it was just perfect to go through everything there was no like things that nobody knew about so you know so yeah, whatever we, i think it's yeah. very important to like keep your partner in in open because like again we're hitting like 30s you know so like or like late 20s so it's important like obviously we all have passed and some people want to hear about it some people don't want to hear about it but like it's on it's good to understand that your partner had the past you know especially like I've been single for nine years yeah you know and my man is I hope he is like fine with that but like like he established that he is fine with that because you cannot erase it you cannot like hit like you know time machine and go back in time and erase that or change that stuff it is what it is it comes with my experience I grew a lot since then and you know I'm ready like to hit another level like a bunch of other levels and it's different especially when the 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 good person and the like legitimate person comes through um but then let's go more into like sex sex actually because i'm not gonna be tired to repeat it's reboot episode of uh from we transparenting from daily dick show to a new name that is a surprise for you guys so we are going to still do sex just under the different name for the podcast so bex i'll start first uh on uh the biggest double standard is that if you give had you don't have to actually return it like back like when a woman gives a hat to a guy, it doesn't necessarily mean that he will give you a hat back. Mm-hmm. Have you ever faced that? I sure have. <laughs> and that is so fucked up. David, have you ever done that? No. Like I said, I'm, a, I'm an equal. I'm an equal guy. I don't believe that. Me? I mean, what if it that. was like a, 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 you know, like I'm a very good. weird hookup and you just like... Well, I well that's true. I you know what I am probably true. It's probably true that it's a standard. Like, you know what? You choose the girls that you want to give head to. You don't give head to every girl. And those like guys and those guys that press on your head to go down. You just like 
I'm sorry. Uh, there's a door. You have to leave now. TikTok, motherfucker, because it's it's actually disrespectful in any terms of relationship. You know, uh, I don't even appreciate when like you know my hand being taken to the dick unless I am, you know, comfortable with the person and la la la. And it's a part of our like inside, inside game or inside relationship. It is fine. But when the dude's just like here, I was like, I don't do that. Why would you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. Or like the whole point of sex. We actually were talking about this the other day, but like the whole point of sex being about the guy getting off and then it's done <laughs> and over. Wait, 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 wait. Let me roll my eyes once again. <laughs> enough. Never enough. I feel like now that you say that, I, I do feel like guys always expect that they had. But like, I do, I do, now that I think, I have to study, I have to go back in history and like and think. But like, I do feel like guys are like, a, yeah, it's like a standard. But like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I've always, Although like not all my all my like all my full several always been like a preacher of being like respectful. Right. You know, somewhat I'll always try to be as respectful as I could. Even though some but like now this hell yeah, because I don't do like anything like that that I feel I don't feel um proud of. But like if I ever did in the like but in that kind of settings, I feel like I always been mindful, you know, and always being respectful because like I feel like I always hear so many bad stories mm -hmm. that like I always feel like a necessity to be different, you know. But of course, there's only ways that I was being disrespectful that you know that they were not physically or you know have to do with like the way probably I talk or the way I'm not paying attention. It's like you know things that I'm that was a fault for sure. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I feel well, like that's we all been there. Like we all have those kind of experiences. But like the the point is like yeah, it's like very ultimate. Um, stereotype and double standard that a woman ha like expected to give head uh, when a guy he will take his time to you know come around the door of the pussy because it's like inside organ like some of my guy friends in, in panama of course they'd be like oh now you all like about this relationship but it's funny because like it, it hit me like you know all those guys we try to be like oh like cool and shit and yeah like always been cool but like and and girls like that but i think the sweet spot it's like whenever a guy's like a good boyfriend a, a nice good, guy a, a nice fucking guy <laughs> not even like a nice guy a nice person you know because like i am all down for you know crawling in bed with my man we're not having sex tonight you know just like I'm very like um, out there uh, girlfriend, right? Or a woman of my man. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna make sure you tucked into your sleeve. Well, you know, I'm gonna kiss all over your face. It's like little things that are really like nice and, and sweet, not just like dirty, like bang, 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 which is always nice. Well, I hope it's always nice for everyone in a relationship, but you know, the, those like little things that matters, which makes you like not only your, boyfriend girlfriend type of like relationship but also like a human and you are building something inside of it because you're like very sensitive towards each other yeah this is because like sex at some point will pass because you see like all this like cute grandpa and grandmas they're holding hands in their 90s they don't have sex anymore 
What do you think they're doing the entire day? Um, gone blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope they are. I hope they are. But like, on the other hand, you know, it's like, it's a built foundation and relationship as, as it is, you know, yeah. with good and bad when it comes. But yeah, it's, it's a nice thing when you just like can have this like, you know, little things inside besides like physical attraction. Yeah, sure. and it's important. I was reading something the other day that was talking about how like, you know, you can just like touch a guy and then he's horny and wants to have sex. But like a girl like has to get there emotionally to actually like, not like they have to be in love with the person, although that helps, but like they have to like, you have to like be able to conceive the idea of sex and like emotionalize it before having sex with this person. I actually, I actually have, I actually think you have a yeah. really good point on that because like, even if you're in a relationship for like some period of time, and then your personality is the sex driven thing, you know? Cause you like the, you've been to like dick and pussy, like, you know, already for each other, but what keeps it going is a personality because you, you like, you can have a snitch, like made up body with ass, boobs, lips, I don't know, whatever like people do, uh, you know, it's just still a personality that attracts it is like personality. I want to like yeah. you see me and I want you to have a heart on, not because we're going to fuck, but because you saw me and you be able to hug yeah. me. And that is what, you know, is a turn on, is a pure turn on after those like honeymoon stages. Yeah. Like the, like the, 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 the particular one, which is like three months of like, you know, getting all the sex and drive within and then afterwards come to relationship. Yeah. And like, this is not to knock like, casual sex like I'm definitely like people can do whatever they want but there is something so different about having sex with someone you love or care for you know that just is so transcendent to another level because you love them and you care about them and you want to make sure that it's a good experience for everyone involved and it's not a selfish you know I need something in this moment thing for sure. I also found that it's interesting because it's not only about like Oh, I want to come thing, you know, even if you both, which is very important, if you both don't come, it's also good because you enjoy the process so much that you don't even care. I mean, obviously, like getting off is nice for both genders, but like the 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 intimacy that you have, like I I I think it calls like love making and stuff. That is what it's important, you know, where you don't actually, because like, let's say rushing for the orgasm, it's a, it's, it's a hard work. Sometimes for males, sometimes for females as well. Well, like most of the time for females, you know, unless you know where your G spot is, but then it is nice to not to rush anywhere and just like stay in the moment, you know, you know, try different positions, do it for hours, but like eventually no one comes and it's also nice. Because you have this like intimacy between you that keeps you going and you're not even getting frustrated even if you didn't come. Mm. Sure. I think it's also like important to like explore sexuality as, as a couple. Like whatever that means for, you know, to always think like, to always try also find time to like, what, what can you make, uh, what can be new? What can we do new? What's, you know? 
to also like spend because each part I feel like it takes you gotta take care of every part. Like every relationship has so many parts, right? So like I mean some people are not sexual driven or whatever, you know. So like that's good for us. If if you are, then you actually should take care of it and be like, what do we do? Like make sure that you're you're both happy, like yeah. Like, it's okay to say like no I don't like that or be like hey you know I would like this and be okay to say like hey I like that and she'll be like oh you like that okay like let's try it yeah why not yeah like it, it, it's like it is cool and be like oh never never mind we're not doing that again you know it's like <laughs> yeah that, that is the beauty that you mentioned David is that you cannot know what you like or don't like in action unless you try it and that's very important as a couple to like just experiment like okay maybe i had this like uh, entire fantasy but it worked out like really whack and you just like oh yeah hell no i'm like as you said we're not doing that again <laughs> so it's 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 really a good perspective on the things like to you know as a couple to experiment and try things otherwise how would you know maybe yeah. that's the biggest turn of your life yeah in the shadow the entire time the fuck i just think that you know double standards are unfortunately inherent to society and to different relationships but the first thing is to acknowledge that they exist and then you can start figuring out how you fit in with them from there yeah i mean and there's there are ones that you can use in your advantage <laughs> go for it yeah. healthy advantage <laughs> Okay. thank you david and Bex. i think it's very important to like acknowledge them and if they're really fucked up and they don't even like fit in like nowadays society it's very important to like you know have a an outspoken uh, personality and mind to speak about it like that it's fucked up and it's not okay as we were talking in the beginning about the having babies and getting married before you're 30 fuck that stereotype we live to like good 60s, 70s, you know, it's just, we just like starting our life up to 25, 6, 7-ish into living and it's fine. I think this is like one of the most very harsh double standards that is pressed within the society in general. So, you know, if you're out there, it's not a microwave a competition, take your time, do whatever is best for you. Uh, thank you very much, Bex and David, for joining um, our reboot episode of our podcast, the name that you will know in a week okay. or so. Coming uh, <laughs> up with a whole rebranding thing for you guys, for you to be able to share the stories, you know, for us to come out wider in everything, la la la, yada 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 things, because apparently the other dick show was too explicit. But, anyways. We are happy to enter a new stage. Thank you for being a part of this episode. I highly appreciate it on the end of me and Dee who couldn't join us today. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for drinking on Saturday at 11. Uh, no, like yeah. noon time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you very much for sharing your thoughts and be with us. Yay. Yeah. Bye. I'm sorry, it got me emotional. <laughs> nearly death well, yeah. I looked to in, into it like it's from so different perspectives and I was like, damn. Okay, as Beck said, you cannot leave the screen while Zoom is on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing David is doing is just like pouring the glass. I love it.
that's the spirit for Saturday morning. I'm not judging though. I'm just jealous because I didn't start drinking that early. Damn it.